We're back. Episode six, season two, episode six. The Marcus Hendricks Show. That's my jingle now. I don't know. I haven't gotten any feedback. I've gotten some about the song, the intro song. I don't know who Elijah is, but shout out Elijah. It's copyright, whatever. The you know licensed music uh, through the production, whatever. You know the the you stuff makes sense. I don't know. Words, man. Like Kevin in the office said, why say many word when few word do trick? Something like that. And he was right. Don't do a whole lot of words. Say what you mean, mean what you say. Um. Anyway, yeah, the song "Anything Is Possible." Nice little take, right? I I don't want to start a blog. Actually, I'm supposed to not want to. Going to. Been planning to. You know. You know how I am. Until it it gets done. When it's done, it's done. But until it gets done, it's it's not happening. Um. Henny and everything, be your corner for Henny and everything. You like that play on words? There's a lot of shit. Y'all don't understand. People don't realize how much stuff I have in the cut, in the tuck. Like, okay, here's here's the thing. I don't think people realize like how how people like Kanye and Jay Z and even like Beyonce, Rihanna, all these black billionaires. But even like the Elon Musk, the the Bezos, somewhat, but more Elon. How they get to be where they are. Okay. I'm going to let y'all know a little secret. While we may not seem like it in, in certain aspects, those individuals, as well as myself, are what they, someone would call a tortured soul. <laughs> I don't mean that in any negative connotation, but a tortured soul I would describe as somebody who, you know, when they say maybe fighting demons, here's the thing about fighting demons. They're fighting the demons. Not has demons, fighting demons. So they may have some baggage you know, has gone through some trauma, which we all have, you know, we all have that, we're understanding that, but we're talking about people who have gone through some stuff that stretched them, right, changed the way they had to be and, and create change themselves, we were just talking to a friend about this yesterday, about this idea, and that's actually where we're going today, it's beautiful, uh, we're talking about Inside the Diaspora, that's the name of this episode, I was talking to a friend yesterday, and we were saying, you know, it's funny how we talk about the mass and code switching, um, you know, AAVE and this idea of, of having to shrink yourself in certain areas because of not wanting to make others feel inferior. And a lot of that being like 97% of that being tied to your blackness, you know, and then if you're a woman, maybe, you know, we have 3% tied to your race, I mean, your, your gender, um, you know, in this white male dominated world, maybe have 3% tied to maybe your religion. If you're not a Christian, Maybe the fact that you're not from America, but 97% of that is likely going to be, you know, maybe that you're being from Chicago or didn't go to a certain school. Like I brought up in that last, in my, one of my recent episodes, maybe the last one. And then, um, what's the movie, the Jonah Hill and Lauren London movie, you people, when she said, 
he they thought she went to Harvard and they found out she went to Howard. Well, they already wasn't like okay, super thrilled because she was black for sure. But it's like, oh, you went to Harvard and you're really good at what you do. Okay, bet. Oh, and you're a woman and you went to Howard. That's ooh, that's a lot because we don't even know what the fuck Howard is. Especially, and then here's the worst part, and we were, this is where we really went with it. The word, the thing that you can't do is say, well, in my culture, Howard is the, you know, Harvard, even if you kind of say it jokingly, the Harvard of, of HBCUs, of black, of, of black schools. Well, this how they say, well, there's only one Harvard. And then that's funny because, you know, how are they say the real HU? So that, that's all. It's funny how those things work out, but that's the idea of it. This way we have to go about this world of, of playing these different roles. And I, I forget where I started from this because, man, we, we jump straight into it. I think we were talking about roles. Um, I don't know. We'll, I'll probably find that at some point. But, yeah, this idea of, and I was saying, like, you know, this finding the real me. That's what so many of us, you know, did, especially uh, going through this this transition phase of, of boy to a man, girl to a woman um, that we're going through right now black individuals and then i'm like in this era we're in i think people don't give us and i wouldn't even say enough credit but they don't there's not enough recognition and even credit is not the right word it's appreciation but there's not enough recognition for how drastically different this world is from how it was when even just our parents but even just my sister was growing up in it like they're 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 if you look at the pictures, and I, and I don't know, they may look back at our time and say the same thing, but if you look at like the pictures of like that New Boys era when my sister was in high school, that Cali Swag District era, uh, they look like, that was like the second came in a disco, bro. So I don't know, like, but they, in a good way, like they were, they were fun, they were funky, they were just living. They were free at that point. They, I, don't, I think there probably wasn't a whole bunch of, I don't know, there was probably bad shit happening. Maybe the news would have just caught up. Again, they didn't have social media the way we did at all. They were taking those pictures on flip phones, man. Excuse me while I eat my gummy worms. If you want some ASMR, here you go. If you're one of those people, I don't judge. This is not a kink shaming podcast show. We can say podcast. I don't even give a damn. You're not Joe Budden. They may... Okay, I think it was uh, Russ that tweeted it. And he's right. He said, Does anybody find it interesting? He put a quotation mark, I mean, a uh, parenthesis, question mark after interesting. I thought that was funny. That was good because I'm like, yeah, interesting. Maybe the word, but maybe not. He said, Does anybody find it interesting that the media made a list of the most powerful individuals in media or like the hip hop media? And he's like, Yeah, that's very funny. That's how they do this. There, what's. Okay, we're talking about inside that the diaspora. I almost just went inside the diaspora. I don't think I should go there because we're seeing some things happen at what we would call, I guess, the top. Which here's the thing: they're not. Hmm. I guess some of them. Anyway, this idea of yeah, I'm like that's not the side inside the diaspora I want to go to. Just because it's, it's not even. It's something I have to, I'm thinking more about. That's kind of not half-baked, but it's a fresh idea, fresh thought. I want to dive into that, you know, think about that some more myself. That's an interesting thought. Hmm. Well, as it goes, the role of players, the playing a role, the changing of, of, of you know, the camouflage, the chamomile, chamomile, chameleoning, <laughs> chamomile. That's a great, I don't, I don't drink chamomile tea, I don't think. I drink green tea. I had a green tea yesterday. Didn't finish it. Not a huge fan of green tea. I like like the herbal stuff, the passion fruit, like herbal. Obviously, you know, tastes good, whatever. But yeah, that's my stuff. 
But the changing of roles, we're talking about that. Okay. But a tie with that, I was thinking like spatial fatigue. We're talking about spatial fatigue. You know, I learned about spatial fatigue from, I think I actually tweeted about it when I got it. One of the first episodes that I watched of Jamel Hill's Unbothered, her uh, Jamel Hill's podcast, which I love. Excuse me. I'm actually, excuse me. Sorry, I burped. I'm actually, you know, a lot of my inspiration, the way I model this is, is, not, I guess not the way I model this, but the way I, you know, present, the way I try to, you know, come across is not come up, whatever. She's an inspiration. I, mean, I don't even know how to describe that. I wouldn't try to say I'm like biting her at all. So I don't want to, I'm not a biter. I'm like, you know, you can borrow, you can have inspiration. You can look at individuals and say, damn, they're doing well. I like, I, I like the cut of their jib as they used to say on Nickelodeon and like every TV show. I feel like that. They always, there's, why did Nickelodeon have so many naked, naked little boys? I mean, not maybe not naked, but they were having their underwear. But like, even just shirtless. Like, why did so many little boys take their shirt off on Nickelodeon? As, and that was weird. Like, Gibby was always shirt. That was his signature. Gibby, he had me doing it. My mom and sister still talk about that. I used to walk around and turn my shirt up and yell, Gibby. Maybe now, maybe not Gibby, but anyway. <laughs> We're definitely off track now. I'm talking about tangents. That wasn't even a tangent. That was a fucking leap. That was a leap to another planet. But, yeah, and actually, I was like, I, I want to ask this friend to have this conversation with me or a conversation like we had yesterday here. You know, and this, that's, that's really a lot of the point of me having done this. That's why I'm doing this. So I can have those conversations with new people that I meet. People I love, my friends, whoever. Because that's, that's really what we were talking about, too, is that the fact that these conversations are not being had inside the diaspora, inside the culture, right? Inside our communities, we are not having, and that's we're talking between, you know, parent to child and it, within the family a lot of the time, and then as well as peer to peer, friend to friend, brother to sister, brother to brother, sibling to sibling, like passing knowledge down, passing game down, giving that understanding of hey bro not not only you're not alone in this world but like the idea yeah i'm going through a lot of the same shit you're going through here's how i'm dealing with some of it i think we definitely don't do enough for that that's what we're realizing like we're starting to come better together as black men in in connecting and and being open yeah i think we're we're sure we're just shirking the stereotype that we can't have emotion right we can't show emotion like I, I'll, I'll be honest actually right i just cry i cry right before recording this Look, keep it a buck, Steve. No, I was listening. I uh, had my music playing. You know, I get my get my little juices flowing. Playlist was going. My my playlist game is crazy. I know I'm still gonna talk about that anyway. Playlist game is crazy. So I have my blue duffel bags playlist going. Audience by Ash, uh, Lotto Ash, but uh, you goes by just Ash now. I think he had a song called Audience, Audience Freestyle, and it's freaking fire. And I skipped it at first because I was like, ooh. I don't want to hear this. I knew I didn't want to hear it right now. I was like, I love, you know, love the song. Don't want to hear it right now. And I was like, well, I'm about to record. So audience sounds perfect. And I skipped it. And right after I think was, uh, gosh, I can't even remember what the song was right after. I'm actually extremely curious because it was, it was some similar, like some also kind of emotional. And I was like, okay, well, clearly I'm giving, oh, champagne poetry, same kind of vibe, the slow, like mellow feel some type of way. And I was like, well, clearly Spotify trying to tell me something. I just go back to audience, whatever. And sure enough, because that, that's why I like that song so much. Like you want to talk about like 
feel like I'm, you know, that's what, that's why I love music though. That feel like connection. I know we're off topic again. I don't know. I don't, I don't really care today, but I'll keep going. Okay. So we're talking about inside the dash four. Sorry. That conversation, I want to have that. I want to see if that friend will have that conversation with me in this, on this forum, in this platform. I think that would be a really, a one, a dope perspective to get, but also we'd have, um, we'd have a chance for me to not be the only one giving my opinion. Right. And not just only my opinion, but also giving me a chance to answer some questions. Right. To actually give my opinion without it necessarily being conjecture. Right. Cause I don't always like, I, I say, I'm much for talking with people. I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk at you and talking to you is often counterproductive or just does not work at all. I know counterproductivity does not work, but I'm saying you can have this blatant non-community, like non, you know, non-sequitur. It's not going to happen. Or it's counterintuitive and it's just, okay, we're, we're going in circles. Not worth it. Talking with an individual, I know, again, we're still off topic. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just in thought right now. And I'm, I think I'm stalling while I'm eating my gummy worms. I think that might be what's happening. And I'm looking at my notes right here. So it's not like I don't have the next part, next, what we're talking about here. Oh, yeah. Okay, anyway, so we were staying in the frame. So I think what, what was interesting, we were talking about colorism. Or not necessarily just colorism, but this way that... Uh, not, I guess not in either side, like whether you're light skin or dark skin has it worse on, in, in America, but just this fact that there is this level of having it, of possibly having it worse and it's still being on like a question of blackness, a question of blackness on one side and then a general, you're kind of off the hook on it. I don't know. That's, that's neither here nor there. I'm in thought, I'm reading my notes and in thought. I think I just rambled. Yes. Okay. Sorry. We're talking about yeah, conversation about blackness. One thing I did find interesting, we talked about this before, this idea of a lot of, a lot of the, I wouldn't say ridicule, but like the feeling of, I've said we've been programmed and, and conditioned to question self-identity, right? To question our blackness. And that's what I mean about the, you know, the, the level of light skin versus, or not versus dark skin, but light skin and dark skin. When you're in the world of being simply just, you're just black, right? No, no question about your blackness on either side. Nobody in the white world, black world, or, or in between questions your blackness, right? So in my world, yeah, I may have it straight black hard, but at least I just have the blackness. It's just that in, the, in a light-scared or mixed individual's world, a biracial person's world, what they get is in one world, they may get you're not black enough. In one world, you're just, you're black, maybe even too black. And then in between, you kind of just exist. It's like, oh, she is, he is, they are, and that's that. Or they may feel some type of way specifically about that, but you're having to deal with it on two fronts. So while you may get it a little more lenient on one, you're still dealing with it on two fronts. Like 19 Keys was just talking about the other day, death by a thousand cuts. And they still die, right? That's what I mean about this thing about the question of blackness, because it's funny that we've been, when I say program and condition, notice the use of both words, two action words, two different words, but two similar, two similar functions, different actions, right? So you think about program. If you program something, you are likely, you know, computer, you think about engineering, you're working on something. You're programming something, you're, you're building it up to do something, 
you're implementing these steps, you're implementing maybe minor, uh, minor condition, I mean, instructions, and then conditioning is prepping, right? Conditioning is, is kind of a immediate and abrupt thing. It may be more constant, but it, it's more, it just happens. I think, you know, the thing about conditioning is like when you wash your, when you're washing your hair, you condition your hair, then that may, I guess, maybe even a final step. But you're thinking about, I just look at that as like a prepping, a cleaning thing, a, a very much like a ritual, right? Like programming is like a, is a kind of a job, a duty. You're doing it intentionally. Conditioning is very much like ritually. It's like, it's a system. We're going to make this shit happen. And that's where I look at when you talk about it coming from the world and at home and just everywhere. It's like you get on one end again, like, and I, I don't say necessarily a question of blackness on the other side, because that's unfair to, to say that that's automatically what it is. You know, people jump in, in awe when you say that. When you just bring up black and white, now that's where that's really where it started. Like we got to this point, we we got we've gotten to this point in the world where, unfortunately, yes, a lot of stuff, almost everything in America does indeed tie back to slavery. So here's 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 the thing. You know the the saying, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. We have forgotten that as a society, as a culture, as a country, we have forgotten that. As a nation, we have lost the one, the golden rule. If it walks and quacks like a duck, it is a duck. Okay, here's why. <laughs> here's why. <laughs> As if we don't know. But here's why. America. If we keep pulling the roots up and it ties to slavery, one, you can't say at every turn because that's that's how that's how these that's these people. That's how you get away with gaslighting. Because I can't prove it all at once. So if I prove something at one time, I have to do it in incrementally. At each point, you can say no, 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 no. And, but you get to turn around and say, well, it wasn't true last time. That's the image you get to paint. We've already proven this to not be true. Why are we still talking about this? We've already proven this to not be an issue. Why are you still harping over it? Forget about it. It's in the past. It's no longer affecting us today. Oh, instead, I think if we realized... Something funny. If all this shit, if all, and that's what's happening. That's that's the issue right now. That's what's fucking everybody up. That's what's fucking the government up. That's what's fucking the supremacists up. That's what's fucking everybody that's got a bad agenda up. The internet is so strong and the information is so abundant that we do have all the information all at once. I just, my, you, that's fucking crazy. Oh my gosh. I, I, I be telling people, y'all think I'm joking. I'm clairvoyant. I wrote in my note, my whiteboard yesterday. This is, I took the picture this morning. There's just too much going on. It's that simple. It's information overload. And because of that, you know, it's a good thing. I really, I was thinking, I was saying TJ today, you know, if that doesn't come out in the background, watch, oh, well, I got the window open. It feels good. I, I left, I left my cool setup, my cool temperature setup. So TJ, I was saying, you know, my Instagram, I rarely see friends, like, you know, people I know, I see a lot of, you know, the bigger corporate or not necessarily corporate, like the bigger accounts that not influence accounts. I don't follow, follow many of those, but information news accounts that I follow, the stuff that I do want to know and need to know. But I realize how much of that is still in my face anytime I am on this. So that's why I'm not on social as much. But how much of that same thing with Twitter? It's information. Twitter's a little less so, but Instagram, yeah, boom. Well, news, this, that, and the other. And it's like, yeah, okay, realizing at the end of the day, I'm getting a lot, but I'm knowing everything. 
I know what's going up in Russia, China, India, uh, Bahrain. Like <laughs> we got information on deck, right? So it's like it's this it's this great reset of knowledge, but but knowledge is a gift and a curse. You know, they call it the curse of knowledge. Think about like the Midas touch. Imagine if you really could turn anything you touch into gold. You'd be very careful for what you touch, right? You you now find out what you're what's really worth it to you. Right? So that's another topic for another day. Because next week we'll have gave people play. Stealth, wealth, and power. Is the shit worth it? Drake said, is there more? Is there more than money, bank accounts? What do you say? Bank accounts and... What do you say? Is there more? Sorry, I gotta, I gotta find this. It's gonna bug me. Drake says... Uh... Is there more to life than all these corporate ties, all these fortunate times, and all these assets that never come in proportionate size? Am I missing something more that, that's more important to find? Like healing my soul? Like family time? Is there more to life than just when I'm feeling alive? Is there more? I think, I think that's facts. This whole song. So I'm just going to have to look. There's, there's some I'm looking for. Uh... Yeah, just talking about game people play. So yeah, that's not the topic today. So we're not just looking at notes, but we're not. We don't have to go into that. What I realized though about so you know, okay, they were talking about conditioning and and programming. So the inside versus you know outside infiltration. Well, they say the the quickest way to to, to break down or to destroy a civilization is from the inside, right? You want to destroy you want to destroy a network, um, a, a, a corporation, a government body, what am I thinking of? There's a word I'm thinking of, a um, organization. If you want to destroy an organization, you do it from within, okay? Divide and conquer, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, whole nine from within, right? Politicians, clergymen, food resources, housing, school, violence, Drugs, lack of general resources, you know, no spe- no idea of um, like leisure. When you when your park doesn't have a basketball court, or the court doesn't have a rim, like I mean, it has a court, but the hoop doesn't have a rim. You should fucking practice bricks like a mug. I mean, bank shots like a mug. I hit the hell with that backboard, boy. Excuse me. I think about you know lack of medical care. That's ten. That's ten. I think you would say pressing issues within many of our inner city. You know, I, I hate. I don't even know what word. I hate the the terms that we've given places like my home, inner city, the hood. Shut up, shut up. Fuck you. Are these places that have been underserved and neglected on purpose? On purpose, starvation. This is elimination. By the way, this is. This is genocide. These I just named ten pressing issues in these communities that one could you, you often look and you say black on black crime. That's your teachers. Your teachers, you know, you, you know, 
get better teachers, funding. You're not going to give us the money. They're not directly. There's no, there's no white man's hand stab, grabbing a piece out of our pie, picking it up, and then mushing the rest around, and then like throwing it. Or just that is, yeah, no, you're right. I cannot get you a picture of that. If I could get a video of that, man, I would love to. That'd be a great film. We, I need to. I want to get a. Can I? Can I get a videographer, please? Please, 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 Viddy, Viddy, please. <laughs> but please, uh, we're gonna we're gonna make that happen. That'd be cool. That's a, that'd be a cool uh, visual. Um, but and you know, AI, interesting. We'll see. Point being, this idea of and that that's what I talk about the. And I'm not sure whether that's programming or conditioning, because that's the systemic. That's what we talk about: these systemic oppression, these, these systemic racism. I think people don't realize that's what it is. You're you're, you're dividing from within, but you're, you're you're using our own systems against us, our own institutions against us. Because what you realize when you you know fucked up Black Wall Street and Seneca Village and all that you know took Seneca Village when you when you kept destroying our burning down our our homes and killing our leaders. When momentum was happening, you realize, okay, fuck, they're going to get ahead. That's why you had all these initiatives when you talk about the CIA, not just the organization, but the acronym. When you talk about all these different ideas that come across and you realize, holy shit, at every step of the way, there's been another boss. to You got to be another boss, another boss, another boss. You got to be all these bosses, Right. And I realized this is what we call the stress test, right? This idea of especially being black in America, and I don't, I don't, I don't say this lightly. I think often when we when we have these conversations, and that's what you know. Another thing we were talking about yesterday was these conversations are actually so very hard to have with most white people, and I say white people specifically, but even not just white people, with anybody that's not black. They're just hard to not have with anybody that's not us because there's a explanation of not just the now, but the then. And we're talking a lot of then. I don't want to have to give you a history lesson on some shit I barely know right now. The shit I'm trying to learn because it's been hidden from me. I don't have time to teach you while I'm, and, and I'm going to do all I can because it's important for you to know as well. So yes, I'm going to share when that information comes across. But the onus, then that's when you, I, I learned, I'm realizing, I call it, I, I want to start an initiative in some way. The onus is on us. It is. And I realize that that's fine. It's on us to do it. That, thank you, Nicole Hannah-Jones for the 1619 Project for doing things like that. It's important for us to have that, and it's important for us to see that and watch that. Information I gleaned from that was transforming, eye-opening, awakening. Ron DeSantis, she liked that. Woke. I got a tab open on my phone right now that reads, you better believe this is getting read tonight. You've been sitting for a minute, but I've been getting rid of some tabs. I had 58 open, 54 now. Plot twist, activists skirt book bans with guerrilla giveaways and pop-up libraries, March 23rd, 2023. A little old, but... <laughs> oldie but You know how they say that? Oldie but like the Temptations. Oldie but I said yesterday, my kids will listen to Usher. You better believe it. And some Mary J. Boy, 
Share my work. You better believe it. I hey, don't copyright me. That was me singing. I know it sounded like Mary J. Don't <laughs> the AI, bro. The Jay Z AI. Okay, so y'all know how I feel about Hove. And I'll be honest with you. I was bopping my head. I was bopping my head. I'm let y'all know a secret. Okay. So I it was funny. I saw a guy tweet. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe comment. He was like, yeah, well, how's that going to work? Um, you can't market that because I, I bet you send that to Apple and try to tag Jay-Z as the uh, lead artist and as as the producer or whatever. Uh, watch how quick they flag you. Watch how quick they pull it. Mm, you think that they, nigga can be honest, especially if the, if the, if they take this to court, if the Supreme Court allows, and that's where AI, we, we're going to have to talk about regulation. Oh my gosh. Woo, baby. This may be the first step in regulation music. And it'll be interesting to see if, if music sets a precedent for the future of AI, specifically hip hop music setting the, oh, wow. Because that's gonna that's gonna be who that's who will be at the front lines of this. It'll be that, and it'll be the people who in like the the AI or AI uh, artists. But I realized, yeah, okay, with like the Jay Z thing. I know we're way off topic now, but we'll we'll wrap back. But the Jay Z thing, if the song is of quality, that's what that's all we'll say. Of quality, if it is of snuff, up to whatever par may be. And the individual states, and this is under the you know new copyright, new um, new licensing, new whatever, federally mandated, that says AI artists can clone voices. Maybe the the actual artist gets a fee, whatever it may be. But AI individuals representing an AI artist and AI client can replicate, can clone the voice of an existing individual and call it a sample, an extended sample or cover. Remix and credit it to themselves. And if it's of quality, and maybe you say the diehard Jay-Z fans, the niggas that own a pair of S Carters, like they're not gonna listen to it. And I, I I that's one of those, you know, I can't speak to the future. Shit, I may, I may not. I wouldn't know. I'd I'd have to it's a game time decision. We know in the moment. If I, if it happened, it happened. But if it didn't, it didn't. So we know. But that's how that would go. And it's like, if it's good enough, I don't think they're trying to make billions off of the AI clone song that they didn't put much work in. Or maybe maybe whatever. Maybe they put what they let a machine do. Because now they put an algorithm together, an API together to just crank this shit out. Their margin, their marks, their cost margin would be woo, stupid. Oh my goodness, that's a profit center. You want to talk about a hit factory? That's a literal hit factory. I'm not trying to give anybody any ideas, but that's that's what we're talking about here. And I realized that that uh, sorry for the creak. I don't know. Yeah, like the chair and my table squeaky. Need some WD forty. I got some right here actually. Get that in a minute. I don't know if I'm supposed to put that on this, but we'll try it. So yeah, I just that that's a way tangent, but. It uh, it just it, it was important to go to because that's something I've been thinking about. That's going to be an interesting turn. Because 
if you can make a, a part two on the run through AI, what are we talking about here? Well, I don't know, man. I'm asking questions. <laughs> Tell about the stress test. And that's part of the special fatigue. And talking about the coach switching. So we're talking about Kanye. And oh my gosh. It was, I'll tell you, it was a great conversation. I, I really, I was, at one point I was like, fuck. I wish I could screen record this. I wish we were on Instagram live. That's how I'm, that's how I'm calling the rest of my friends from now on. Me and my, if you want to catch up with me, get on Instagram live with me from now on. Let's fucking talk, man. Let's have these conversations, bro. I truly loved having that conversation last night because we talked about real shit. And it was real shit from perspective, from bearing from two different vantage points. But realizing how many commonalities are talking about this Venn diagram and realizing, oh, damn, we have much more in the middle than we do on the outside. That's what happens when you talk, communicate, have conversation with people, ask opinion and give and listen, give your true opinion, give yourself a little bit. So I think, man, we still got more. We're still rolling. Um, again, turn to the program and conditioning. That other side, you know, we're talking about at home. So home, home is home is iffy. You know, home is is subjective for sure. Um, now home is not static whatsoever. That's the thing. It's it's objective and not static, but it does also mean exactly what you think it means, right? So home is, you know, the actual home environment, the actual place you were raised, you know, your parents, for sure. But home, uh, home is school, elementary, middle, high, college, whatever, past, any jobs, out in the world, whatever. Not, maybe not out in the world as much, but talking about your, your immediate environment. But more so specifically those um, home bases, home, home-based type places, schools, jobs, home, home. Excuse me. I think what happens a lot of the time in those spaces, we realize like the roles we have to play. I'm talking about like especially friends, teachers, um, colleagues, the mask you have to put on, even maybe individual to individual changes, right? And that's, we realize as people out in this world in general, we have to do the mask thing. We all wear masks and are changing masks constantly, right? What we were saying is realizing, oh, damn, you kind of have to double time the mask because you have to one mask for the world. And then two masks for your black. It's true. It really is. And it, it's, I, I came to also this conclusion. If you want to say, bullshit, that's unfair, you're right. And that's why it fucking, that's why it sucks so much. That's why it sucks so much. Because it, you're right. It is ridiculous. And insane that this is the reality that we live in. This idea that this, this may not be true. But just like we've been genetically programmed, conditioned through evolution over time, fight or flight, when we fear, when we feel fear, we sense danger, regardless of whether it actually exists or not, the presence of danger does not actually reflect reality. It just doesn't. Not if the brain perceives so. And you realize it's just like... So they say, you know, this idea of when we have our fight or flight, it goes directly to this sense of death. It's not just fear. It is my my life. My life is on the line. Right. We cannot change this years, 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 generations, uh, little, um, what's a, what's a hundred years, a century, 
centuries, yes, centuries and generations of conditioning and programming to mentally believe one inferiority, which we're escaping. And I think the inferiority thing even always was questioned. Inferiority, we'll get to that even in a second, because that's really where I think it comes down to on the side of self-identity. And, you know, the way we've been built up on both sides is the sense of inferiority that doesn't actually exist for us, but is perceived to exist and is tried to alleviate for us and almost on our behalf worsens our situations, right? Sorry for the background noise. Pointing back to, uh, sorry, I got a little lost. We're just talking about worsening the situation. Hmm. Going back, centuries and, and generations of of essentially believing, uh, damn, I completely lost my thought. When you're talking about inferiority, I'm sorry, guys, we'll skip the inferiority then. That sense was talking about, the young words were crazy, by the way. Just saying, this idea, you know, over, over time of, my example was of athletic, athletic, or physical and mental capacity and capability over time, you know, evolving over generation. And the specific reason that we were brought over here on ships was because they, you know, the idea that we could survive in the Southern sun in the Southern heat, you know, in, in the Texas summer picking cotton, um, and proven to be true. And that's why this idea, you know, that we have this higher pain threshold came around about, but the, lower mental capacity, the mental, the brain, literally saying we have smaller brain, smaller brain capacity, that was a psychological operation because not only did it, was it not true, but it was made up and not true. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be different if you if you thought, if it was something you were like, yeah, we found this out and turns out, oh, we were, we were way wrong, right? Or whatever, whatever that may, whatever that case may go. But no, like you volunteered this lie and then sat on it for the rest of time. You still are, and it is still influencing things today, right? We realize the Tom Brady and and LeBron James thing. LeBron, you know, at similar career, twenty years in, excuse me, shot to hell. Avengers of of, of their sports, but you realize like what's made. Brady special or what made him still special in the end was the cerebral part, the mental part. He knew the game so well. LeBron knows the game extremely well too. We're talking about probably the smartest basketball player to have played, not the most basketball savvy, you know, not mine, up there with them. And then this idea of the insane athleticism that he's still, you know, showing us portraying today at age, I believe, 38 now, 38, 39 now. That's insane. But I think he doesn't get as much credit still. And even if it's not about the credit, it's the general realization of, oh, wait a minute. Look, it's apples and oranges. But even if it was apples and apples, you know which one you're eating, right? And that's where I, I don't know. I, I guess it, again, and not, it's not a superiority, inferiority thing. That's the issue of all of so much of this is trying to one up the other or trying to make one better. But it is a recognition of, in what spaces? Never mind. Is that no? That that's still some of the same thing. We're talking about capability. We're talking about who may be more suited and apt to do certain things. I realize our creativity as individuals, and I think when we were talking about Kanye, we didn't finish talking about Kanye. I want to go back to that. Uh, we may not have started talking about Kanye, but I realize our creativity is such a uh, uh, 
literal genius, a literal form, like a, a source of God. It may it, it may be the only human outlet, you know, outside of like religion. And even that is themed a little bit, like that's reached for, I think, more often. Uh, nothing, I'm fully, I'm entrenched in it, right? I'm, in, I'm the same way, but it, it's sought after, right? I'm seeking that. I think once you, but when you, when you are in tune with that, that's the pathway to it is religion, spirituality, whatever it may be. You tap into that and that's when you get that, that connection to source that taps you into the deeper realm, I guess you would say, you know, that other side of, of creativity, Right, the, but I think that is like that one outlet of. It's funny. I, I just started a new podcast yesterday called um, Sanctified. It's three, two or three black women. Uh, one of them, I think it's a wine sister. They actually they they've got their of notability. It's actually also it's under uh, Jamel Hill's Unbothered Network. Uh, but yeah, and they were the episode yesterday was called "Does God Have a Sense of Humor." And they were saying, you know, they grew up in, in the church being told, like, comedians like, and Christianity didn't go together. Like, comedians couldn't be Christian. Christians couldn't be comedians. And, like, this idea of why not? Like, comedy, like, God definitely laughs. God's got it. It's, there's, there's a few too many things in this world that are just naturally funny. You know, there's a, J. Cole has a line where he says, I've seen a baby cry and a second later she laughed. That's God. That's God tickling the baby. I don't know, you know, but God does have a sense of humor in the sense of we're not. I don't think we're talking slapstick comedy. I don't think God's like uh, Jonah Hill. Hey, you're hilarious. Like I don't think that's even though. But God, I'm sure God appreciates Jonah Hill's talent because he gave Jonah Hill the talent to be funny. God's got to have a sense of humor to, to create the characters he done made. Boy, again, that Jonah Hill. One thing I will give him, he funny as hell. You know, but to make a Dave Chappelle and then to give him the mission that you've given him, to put him in that ministry, that's Dave Chappelle's God-given ministry. So you're damn right God's got a sense of humor. Yes. Kevin Hart's of the world, the Eddie Murphys that have come across in trailblaze, not just for their their industries, not just for the you know media and arts and, and create, creative industries, but for black people in this in this world. You know, you think about a movie like Boomerang. I love Boomerang. Boomerang again makes me feel seen. Boomerang is like representation for me. Similar, you know, somebody like and I think a sense of humor even is loose for does God have a creative side? Like does God have a a, a free because again I think so much of us and this is part of the conditioning and programming. It happens in the church. Talking about at home it happens in the church. We get this notion of God being this vengeful, judging, strike you with lightning. I'm gonna get you if you mess up. You better watch out. You better not pout. You better not cry. I'm telling you why. But the next part of that song is Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Because yeah, don't do all those things. Not. That's that's mm, that's a funny thing about a song like that. You better not pout. You better not cry. You better not. I'm telling you why. Here's why. Here's why you should don't do any of that. Don't fret. Santa Claus is coming to town. The rest of that song goes on to try. It's, it's a scare tactic. 
checking his list. He's making it twice. Now you're going to find naughty or nice. Don't be naughty. It's a scare tactic that works for sure, but it is a scare tactic. It's propaganda in a sense. That first part is a, is a proverb, right? You got propaganda versus proverb. That first part is, a, is, is telling you, be still. As the Bible tells you, God told you, be still. Know that I'm God. And I'm not comparing Santa Claus, but we're talking about mythical creatures in the you know loose sense, unseen beings that you that you are only have faith in that bring you good things. Yeah, there's there's obvious parallels. That's it's a direct parallel. That's where the idea came from. It's another way for pagan, the pagan religions, you know, the uh, Saint Nick, right? Like it's for the pagan religions, the the. The people that we're fighting against and that the fight I think has always been against because they they want to paint the world in their image. How do you do that? White Jesus, white Santa, white Easter Bunny. And <laughs> white Easter Bunny, that's funny. But for Christopher Columbus. So in an unfortunate turn of events, for a second time now, I'm now learning I, I'm going to have to go ahead and for now, just generally switch uh, studio, my online studio, but I got to shift the way I uh, record and produce my pods, my episodes. Lost, I'm not even sure at this point how much was lost. Um, while recording the episode, we had the Wi-Fi go out, I guess. Something went out. Um, the recording stopped, but it recorded. I saw it as it happened, so I was able to stop speaking right as it happened. Um, didn't miss any content as far as, as I thought it was recording. Um, come to find out, that last, and that's why I'm not even sure how much longer I did go on speaking after the part where I bring up Christopher Columbus. Um, but as I did say, this will be a part two episode. I talked about that. There will be a part two. Um, so as as far as that goes, I do know we covered a lot. You know, we went deep and we covered some great ground, definitely as far as the general topics. The thing that I do hate is that I'm not 1000% sure. And it's even worse. After I recorded I knew that I, because of how this episode went, I was on tangents, I was all over the place a little bit, and I got a little lost in speaking it, but I also knew that it all connected. And I was like, man, I should have been taking notes. That's where my show notes should have been. I should be taking notes while recording. You know, I freestyle most of it. I'm off the dome with it. Uh, so I should have been taking notes. Going forward, I will be taking notes recording so I know exactly where we were. My hope was that I, when I listened back, I would come to the end and see where we were and be able to continue off from there. Uh, but I do know that I was, I was discussing, uh, gosh, I'll have, to, I'll have to search my brain to recall it for sure. But that may even, that may even give way to how I hope that part two will go. Um, that may suit better. It may just be more apt for this anyway. So as I said, we're missing probably at least 10, 15 minutes of, of, ex, of extra content. I wish I had it. I, if I can find it somehow, that'll be maybe a, a little bonus clip. Um, but yeah, sorry about that, guys. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. Peace. Uh, yeah, y'all missed that. I didn't, you, you didn't get a love you. Peace. Um, so yeah, man, we'll clean that up. And sorry about that. But I love y'all. Peace. Trying to get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up in the headphone. Yeah.
Grind it, get a lot of dough And dirt the water obstacles Cause anything is possible yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold Stack that bread and buy my nose Anything is possible Yeah Grind it, get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles Cause anything is possible Oh man, I got a lot of dough Stack that bread and buy my nose Anything is possible I grind it, get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles Cause anything is possible Oh man, I got a lot of gold Stack that bread and buy my nose Anything is possible Yeah all I know is get paper. All I do is shit major. Bought a condo on the top floor in the buildings, the skyscraper. Feeling like I'm Kobe, LeBron for the Lakers. Feeling like I'm Idris, Paul Walker.